<clears throat> Welcome to the Fanfic Fanfic Podcast, specifically part two of an ongoing series that ends here with, with the second part. It's part part two of yeah. two. On the same chapter, because <laughs> it's that long. It's 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 a big and I don't understand why the current formatting like has it as one chapter when it just could could just as easily be part one and two. Um uh, but I don't know. I, I I guess in a certain sense it reads better, even though we 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 left on a fairly natural cliffhanger last week. Uh, do you recall what that cliffhanger was? And in, 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 instead of a full like recap, uh, uh, where did we leave off? Uh, I'm actually struggling to think about exactly what we left off. Um, well, what can you recall? I recall the memory orbs that we've had to like collect so far. Uh, the the rarity getting getting blasted by the uh, the pink cloud and stuff. Um, them going to the uh, Ministry of Peace and Velvet having a freakout, fighting Alicorns. I can't remember what happens, like, at the very okay. end. Uh, 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 um, uh, we're, we're doing, uh, this is a six-more chapter. Uh, we, we, we did three last week. Um, uh, Velvet had a, had a freakout where she, uh, saw the place that, uh, her, her favorite memory or took place and, uh, went into a fugue state and started reenacting it, uh, even though she was, it was, uh, the, the cloud in the room was killing her. Uh, we met a robot owl, <laughs> uh, who was helpful. Uh, we met an insane, uh, uni- uh, alicorn in a basement. Um, who was uh, in an argument with horse herself, or perhaps even the goddess from a distance, mm-hmm. uh, about about something in school. Oh, right, they got teleported all over the place, didn't they? Because it, yeah, because it's the thing that happens in Dead Mind. Uh, once, once they entered the yeah, once they entered the Ministry of Arcane Sciences, they they got teleported to a, to a bunch of uh, discrete locations. Calamity was in the basement. Um, Velvet was was just in a tube. Uh, basically, the only place of interest that anybody was was basement full of hydrogen uh and and a chained up uh lunatic alicorn uh, so, so we end with them uh i i uh, need to make a correction from last week we end with them booking it toward the ministry of technology uh and finding themselves caught between a massive swarm of alicorns and a uh, massive array of speakers mm-hmm. all broadcasting yay Oh no, indeed. Um, but just before uh, Pip passes out, uh, once again from <laughs> sustaining far too many ridiculous number of injuries, uh, uh, she hears the voice, Shut them down! Um, and for the second time in half a day, <laughs> Pip passes out. And then we closed out on a on, on the morb uh, wherein uh, Trixie got her job as the subject of medical experiments. Yep. Uh, and we, we find out the, the, the origin of the three uh, primary colors of Alicorn uh, and their specialized powers. Uh, that The Trixie Blue um, Alicorns have power of invisibility for a reason. Mm-hmm. We also get the names Gloss and Mosaic, uh, which are the, the names of the, the uh, telepathic twin unicorns that are responsible for that. Um, and presumably the teleporting alicorns are, are derived uh, from Twilight Sparkle's uh, primary uh, gimmick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we wake up in Stable City. 
turns out uh, immediately beneath the Ministry of uh, uh, Technology or Ministry of Wartime Technologies is an entire uh, stable city, a, a society of, of people mm-hmm. who, who, who have been sufficiently impressed by the number of alicorns the party has shot down uh, to help them out, to, to risk their safety for a brief moment, turning off the uh, their primary security against alicorns, the, the speaker system. To help drag them in. 36 alicorn feathers. You can now (laughs) complete this quest. (laughs) And so we spend some time uh, exploring Stable City. Uh, The the, the rest of the party has already, you know, gotten a a jump on it. Um, We get a lot of exposition from uh, a a small, small horse named Caliber, uh, who is uh, forever a, a zombie teenager. Just got to suck for so many reasons. Uh, he's he's apparently had like a hundred and forty years some odd to to make his peace with it, especially when like calamity is condescending to him. And he says, "I am a hundred years older than you. <laughs> I am beyond you, <laughs> it, it, funny cowboy horse." It, it, it but it, it's the the delivery I just made is like. What KCAT expresses um, is is the the delivery of this small horse mm-hmm. to that of, of that statement. Like he's more amused by like, "Are you stupid?" <laughs> like, yes, yes, I am. <laughs> you're a you're 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 a dumbass, huh? Yep. That's why oh, they well. hired me. <laughs> so they get a discount uh, on 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 some stuff in exchange for calamity. Uh, fixing the ammo vending machine in back. When they find out, yeah, I'll sell you all the guns you want, but I I actually can't get access to the ammo, so there's none of that on sale. Um, they trade in one of the, the laser weapons they got earlier um, for uh, a set of uh, missiles promised to, uh, to be able to punch through alicorn shields. We eventually get around to... Uh, there's 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 just a lot of exploring the space. Uh, eventually, calamity um, uh, informs the party uh, of uh, he's he's figured out um, what the source of the uh, pink cloud is. <clears throat> oh boy! And it's a it's a yeah, dragon. It's a dragon. Uh, at at one point, it was just an like the 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 ongoing device the 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 gym based spell device that was that was emitting the pink cloud might have eventually petered out on its own but then it was gobbled <laughs> it got ate yeah. by a by a dargan yeah. and so now it's a zombie dargan who i think is like was like guarding the treasury or something like that uh it's so much worse than that. <laughs> so I, I I left out a detail last week because I I, I didn't guess it would uh, come up as relevant. <laughs> like I thought it was just an incidental world building detail. Weird thing the party noticed and couldn't wrap their head around. There is a tunnel. There's an underground t- tunnel for some reason interconnecting the treasury to the school, to the, the university for uh, uh, gifted unicorns. That seems odd. Why the fuck would that be? The school is full of baby dargans, yeah. which are provided to the ministry from somewhere. Yeah. Um, apparently, the mother of all of those dragons, including Spike, lived in the treasury. 
so in exchange for, for perpetual access to the treasury and all the gems she could eat, um, she provides security, <laughs> a final layer of security <laughs> over the, the equestrian treasury. Which is honestly pretty rad. And her own children. <laughs> Um, which apparently she put out at a fairly alarming rate, mm. like a you social animal. But oh well. Uh, asked how Calamity uh, acquired this information, uh, he explained, "I was in that basement for over five hours <laughs> in that alicorn at no time. Shut up." <laughs> mm. Broadcasting her insane thoughts in all directions. Uh, she was apparently in this city in the first place for the sole purpose of doing something about that dragon. Uh, and she apparently had, almost kind of. <laughs> uh, Calamity, uh, and I've, I've also been sort of leaving this out in, in the retelling, Calamity is is frequently brought up as being um, uh, a, a rivaling goblin yeah. uh, to Pip in terms of his his, his, his scrounging. Um, but they, they they just have different specializations. <laughs> Cal Calamity will tip over every last bin in existence. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, uh, open every uh, every shelf and door uh, looking for anything to, to, to scrounge. Um, Pip is a little bit more specialized in 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 opening yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, opening uh, impossible so, locks. So I think the the difference between them is that little Pip sorts by quality. Uh, Calamity just goes by bulk. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna steal everything that isn't nailed down. Oh yeah, no, that's the difference. Nails. <laughs> if they made the mistake of nailing it down, Pip will yep. swipe it. If they did not, Calamity will swipe <laughs> it. Yeah, he, he's uh, he's he's uh, like like a crafting junkie. I just need all my materials. <laughs> 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 but I need these 56 pieces of string. I don't know if I'll need it or not. <laughs> this is quite a revelation. It makes too much sense. He's the one with the high... He is. High fix-it story. He's the... He's a, He's got high repairs, so of course he's going to be the guy. Yeah, he's the Fallout 4 protagonist that's just covered in desk fans. Our beautiful winged yep. kobold. <laughs> oh, we love our son. Uh, <laughs> um, it will later uh, uh, be explained... Uh, what we can do about this, I'll, I'll go ahead and explain that now because it comes way yeah, later, it's a whole plan. and I don't want to forget about it. It's 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 a whole plan. Apparently, the only way to like safely <laughs> safely cast this spell, and like nobody in the party can do it, uh, but this this alicorn could kind of uh, a a innovation created by Pinkie Pie herself, the Speller Box. But worse, it has a detonation trigger. <laughs> of course, it does. And it's not—it's not just a plunger. It's not just a like, okay, I have a reasonable suspicion that the the bomb is in place. So I'll just flip this thing. No, of course <laughs> not. It's a Pinkie Pie innovation. 
either either because it was just the materials lying around, again, a Pinkie Pie innovation, uh, or because this particular alicorn was completely off of it. The 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 trigger for this this spell spell bomb is the activation of the Grand Galloping Gala Firework yep. Network. The 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 fireworks prepared two hundred years ago to 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 uh, open the Grand Galloping Gala um, that Pinkie Pie was finally allowed to plan. Only that can can trigger a spell designed to permanently transmute anything into anything the the nearest living creature into a small yep. mouse um which presumably would still produce pink cloud but at the merest teeniest puffs at the at rate the at which a mouse can breathe as opposed to the rate in which a dragon can breathe significantly reduced <laughs> i'm going to make you small turns out the party needs to get into the castle after all Yippo. gotta raid the sierra madre etc etc but they still have the Ministry of Image and the Ministry of Awesome to, to, to check in. The only two goals also, that they want to Hey, get. kids, if you're wondering why I named the, like, the, the, the episodes the thing I did, because I knew about this in advance. Ha <laughs> It was all planned. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I... The difference is that it's entertaining, but there's 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 an awful lot of like world building um, that that happens in in this part for stuff that like I don't know will ever be super relevant again. Like what? Um, j- just making our way through a uh, uh, stable city, uh, but finally, um, Steel Hooves has a thing that you must be made aware of. Please come with me. An old woman. <laughs> An adorable grandmother. <laughs> Look upon her. Look. Right. Witness. I am witnessing. <laughs> um, it is, it turns out to be uh, Twilight Sparkle's um, elderly mother. Star Sparkle, I think. Uh, Star Sparkle has been living on her own uh, ever since the Alicorns became a thing. Uh, because apparently word got out that um, the Alicorns, uh, maybe assumptions were made, maybe like a lot of these these ghouls were former ministry. Uh, but like people put the math together and like uh, came to the conclusion that these Alicorns were directly the fault of Twilight Sparkle. <laughs> And they've been killing a lot of their otherwise immortal community, which has got a sting. Um, it certainly did for uh, Caliber, uh, the the teenage horse we met earlier, who was uh, orphaned uh, by the 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 Alicorn raids. Yeah, live 140 years, and then your parents are killed by a trumped up magician. Sad and fucked up. Um, so she's uh, been exiled, uh, where you know presumably. She would, you know, just go rabid, trapped in her, uh, you know, more or less uh, uh, abandoned and, you know, uh, fused to her wheelchair by the cloud. But apparently, like, you know, monthly or annually, somebody comes up and brings, like, more books and things. And Steel Who says, we're, we're taking her with us. Pip says no. And there's an argument until Pip clarifies, we are coming back for her. <laughs> like, obviously. No, we're we're getting her out of here, and we're bringing her to 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 Tenpenny. 
because we know even though they they hate ghouls over there, they are controlled by a secret cabal of Twilight Sparkle and Fluvia. <laughs> and this is a limited edition Twilight Sparkle. <laughs> How can they say no? Vintage, yes. in fact. And we, we get a little bit of musing on, like, what what would Twilight Sparkle's mother be like? Um, because I don't know that she ever appeared in the series up to the point that um, this was Yeah, written. I think she did, but she had, like, two or three lines of mom dialogue and really was, like, not a substantive character. And so, like, yes, some, some hay is made of the fact that, like, Twilight was very distant from her biological parents mm. but even that said um, she and her husband were given given you know access to stable one uh, I don't know if it's just because I'm a bad reader like and I missed it somewhere but I can't figure out what killed everybody in oh, stable one does it not tell it, it, it I thought it told them at, the, at one point it it again it might it's just that okay. I missed it so um, uh, I don't uh, I don't know when this comes up, but uh, it's revealed at some point uh, Scootaloo was like, fuck the rich. Uh, you guys started this war and I'm not going to I'm going to make sure you guys can't come back. So the door doesn't close. So what? What? what no. So 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 I, I can't figure out what killed everybody in it. But what I did read was there's two things that happened that are significant with stable one. One. Um, the first people who, who who climbed in snapped the door shut on everybody else. That's the 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 majority of um, uh, stable city ghouls died upstairs because they were you know uh, swarming in to redeem their tickets and never got in because the the, the first ones in the door slammed it shut. Um, and so um, yeah. Everybody I, I, who uh, crowded I know into the stable the, doesn't work properly. I don't remember. Like, I guess I didn't remember exactly what it was. But the second thing is that the second the door shut, everybody heard a broadcast from yeah. Scootaloo saying, "Congratulations, welcome to Stable One, the coziest stable uh, in all existence, uh, home uh, to 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 all of you fine horses operating the ministries and maintaining this god awful war." Um, I hope you enjoy it because you will never leave. Not your descendants. You will be here forever. In the event that there is a future up there, you will not see it. Uh, you do not get to reap the rewards <laughs> of the terror you have sown. Yeah, like I said, fuck the rich. Uh, which is which is a terrifying. <laughs> like the, the the doors will only open once all of you are are long dead. I, I can I can only assume that they're, like I mean I guess then because uh, I I was always under the like I I guess I just misremember it but I was always under the assumption the door didn't close. Uh, but if it's the other way around, then I don't know. There's all manner of ways that they could have killed themselves. It was the super rich. They don't function without a whole system of servants that they own. So, I can only imagine they ate each other. It was specifically the super rich who were were so um, self absorbed uh, and hideous that they slammed the door on people seeking refuge from a doom cloud. So yeah, they, uh, it, yeah, it only took a couple decades, but the 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 extremely small number of horses in there, uh, yeah, died out somewhere or another. Uh, and so the door opened up automatically, detecting no remaining life signs, and uh, 
the the ghouls poured in and built a built a city in there. And we all clapped. <laughs> One day I hope it, this happens to the real rich. You know, in Minecraft, but you know. <laughs> so yeah, they 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 resolve that once Effectively, once the story is over, like, like the, the, the Pip, Pip puts her hoofs down and says, "No, only in the epilogue. <laughs> we're we're not taking any detours anywhere until this is this is solved. Until until the goddess situation is done. Uh, so we will come back for her. <laughs> got to deal with this dragon business right now. No, we've got to yeah. We well, we've got to deal with the dragon business and the goddess business. Like like." Uh, uh, Pip, Pip is dead set that like once once we get done what we're doing in Canterlot, we're going straight to Maraponi, and if we survive that, then we get to to help the, help this old lady migrate from exile. We find out that uh, in in lieu of perfect telepathy, um, one of the Alicorns uh, has uh, acquired or reacquired a name and declared herself the local yep. queen, uh, Nightseer. Honestly, respectable girl boss energy. I do kind of like that, though. It's like, I have regained my consciousness, and I choose to be evil. <laughs> A boy howdy does she yes. when we meet her. Uh, <laughs> she is the local uh, dungeon boss. Uh, next, uh, the pink, the, the balloon morph. The balloon. Uh, this is very disorienting, and uh, when I'm done summarizing it up, I have a I have a conspiracy theory. Okay. Uh, so uh, we 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 are inhabiting uh -huh. Pinkie Pie. She is uh, high as balls. Yeah, she's she's uh, uh, Pip. Pip identifies her as being on the verge of crashing uh, from from a uh, 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 nervous system full uh, full of party time. <laughs> Hey, I recognize this feeling. Wee. But it feels even weirder. Pinkie Pie is 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 conversing mostly with herself and her potted plant and her paperweight. Yep. Um the, the, the potted plant and paperweight among various other inanimate objects in her office are assuring her that um her friends uh, have all abandoned her. Uh she doesn't need them anymore. Um, they're, they're all, all traitors. Uh, and then she begins to have a, a conversation with a mirror that she, uh, just received from, uh, yep. Rarity. Uh, and the mirror contains her younger yep. self. That initially when she looks at it, it is her deflated persona. Presumably like what she physically looks like at this moment. And then she, uh, goes on to have a, 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 a conversation with, uh, uh, Pinkamina in the soul mirror. Yes. Uh, so she's having a, a conversation with both her inner self and both her her and her inner self are also uh, including Pip in this conversation. Yes. She's just alone for the ride. They are fully aware of Pip uh, and all of Pip's inner thoughts. Pinkie Pie um, refuses to, to hear little Pip out um, basically on the grounds of spoilers. <laughs> Even though... Pinkie Pie in her like deeply disoriented state. Um, I, I have to really credit Pink, uh, K Cat here for like really getting across the sense of like disorientation uh, in this this whole interaction because uh, because Pip is is trying to keep up with a deeply confused mind. 
Um, because Pinkie Pie seems to be aware of, of not only certain aspects of her immediate future, but Pip's. Mm-hmm. And gives it, like, you can really see sort of the tragedy of, like, late life Pinkie Pie in that she's kind of her own Cassandra. She's she's aware of a bunch of future events, but they're all blurring together, and she, like, can't quite keep it together enough to do anything useful with the information. Mm-hmm. Um, she uh, ends the, the, the more by uh, noting that, okay, alright, I'm, I'm convinced that I, I do need help. I need help kicking this addiction, and this whole ministry is garbage. I'm going to blow it up <laughs> as a big going-away party. Um, but also, no, I, I need to, I need to focus and finish recording this memory orb for, for Pip. Needs to understand that she's, she's got to, she's got to have the courage to walk through the fire. And, and that's where the, 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 the morb ends before Pinkie Pie can actually, like, deliver whatever information she thinks Pip actually needs. In a way that makes any sense. So yeah, there, there's a certain bizarre irony in a... Uh, precog shouting at someone speaking them to them through the future, refusing to accept spoilers about what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, well, a- actually, mostly um, we sort of touch on a thing that's, that's, that's been brought up a couple times, which is um, uh, so I wanted to bring up a couple episodes. Uh, Philosophy Tube recently did a video about ignorance and how. Um, Ignorance is something that, like, sometimes requires work to maintain. Like, ignorance is sometimes an active action Mm -hmm. rather than a passive trait. And this is an example of that, (laughs) again, rearing its head. Uh, Piggy Pie knows that the end is coming, that the, like, she is, she has contributed uh, her her one-sixth part to the the, the, uh, horrific end of the world and doesn't want to be confronted Mm -hmm. with that. I mean, would you, though? No. <laughs> yeah. Um, especially if I've been taking all these drugs to feel okay. Um, so we finally get to uh, the, the Ministry of Image. Uh, well, not before we have a big set piece where the Alicorns... What was your conspiracy um, theory, by the way? Oh, right. Um, it's been established. Uh, uh, thank you for reminding me. It's been a, a hard established that we don't share the thoughts of anybody's morb. We only like experience their immediate actions and all their mm-hmm. perceptions. So why do we hear like the the mirror? You, I can understand being uh, somebody writing a morb, being able to like experience that part of the conversation because the mirror is its own magic object and could very well have been in very little sense providing external stimuli like talking to Pinkie mm-hmm. Pie. But what about that desk lamp and that potted plant? <laughs> like if those were truly hallucinations, those are coming from inside the house. Like those those are just Pinkie Pie's thoughts. How was Pip able to like hear those? Um so it's very minor. Like it's 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 like yeah, it, it's just sort of my sort of pseudo headcanon because I don't imagine that it's like relevant to the larger story. But the stars Yeah, yeah I'm I, I'm like I'm, I, I, I I am suspicious of that pot yeah, of plant. I, I think in my mind it's more probably something to do with the mirror, frankly. Is that that mirror does some shit. Oh we also find out that after this uh morb it was relocated to the, the yeah, house. Yeah, of yeah the one that 
I don't think we ever brought up Pip looking into that mirror, honestly. Uh, we did. I, I, I mentioned it. Um, and uh, I, I didn't think much of it at the time, other than like... I, I don't think we did, but it's... but. The, the point is that she looks into the mirror and sees, like, a horrible, twisted version of herself type deal. Um, I think she, she sees herself, like, dressed as a raider, covered in blood kind of thing. Yeah, basically yeah. as a raider. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think we actually actually specifically mentioned that. It is kind of important. But. Uh, it, 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 it came up, but I thought it was just, a uh, like, the only normal mirror in the building. And that, that, like, that's kind of what she looked like at that yeah. exact moment. Um, so between, uh, them and the ministry is a sea of mines. The, uh, Alicorns withdrew, um, uh, only, uh, only keeping two of them on site to, uh, do the, the statue pose thing to trap them in a sea of mines. Um, cake, I, I have to say that like, I, I'm this next bit of the, the, the bit of writing that explains how they get out of the situation is is written a little confusingly. I just have to sort of assume what was supposed to have happened. So Pip sweeps up all the mines with her telekinesis and presses them against the the invulnerable super shield on either side. Velvet puts the she- puts a shield around immediately around the party, mm-hmm. and then Pip activates the broadcaster she picked up uh, uh, a Staple City, mm-hmm. which massively hurts both her and Rarity, but I guess we're supposed to assume that it also is able to, like, pierce both shields and uh, disorient the uh, the, the posing alicorns outside mm-hmm. the shield. And I guess the, the reason that the, the alicorn shield faltered and Velvet's didn't is because Velvet was expecting yeah. it? Or that it just requires... The absolute and uninterrupted concentration of the alicorns to I mean, that's always that been shield. my assumption, of, like the of the second one, that the that the re- the way that that invincible super shield works is they kind of have to just lock in place, and then the thing they're they're focusing the entirety of their magic and focus on is a shield that can't be broken. So if you have two of them, it's in theoretically an invincible double shield. But yeah, but the broadcasters just go right through that, and also just like they are like psychic entities so it's something i think it's also pretty understandable that they're like they can be disrupted a lot more easily by the broadcasters than i think the uh the party can anyway it's it's not well explained like we're a a lot of a lot is left to to the reader's imagination about like how this plan was supposed to work um uh, but because the the party survives, yeah, we we can presume that it does. Um, they 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 make it past some turrets uh, into the Ministry of Image, where they they find out that uh, they kept a lot of caged, necromantically modified parasprites that only eat um, specific contents of books uh, in 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 some uh, undescribed way. Um, we find the the shockingly intact corpses of a bunch of uh, uh, Steel Rangers, uh, presumably the, the team sent here by Cottage Cheese, um, which is very distressing. Like, why are they just in a pile <laughs> here and largely intact? Um, somebody wrote in blood fairly recently by the the, the, the uh, uh, decay of, of the writing. Um, they eat your soul! <laughs> 
Um, they find an executive elevator, but that is uh, not acceptable because when they open the doors, uh, there is a unicorn with an exploded skull inside of it and the faint sound of, <laughs> of a transmitter uh, in the distance a little bit of, uh, up the shaft. Uh, so they take a long walk. They come across the inter-office memo um that is sort of a terrifying neoliberal like specific ratios oh. of of pastel to bold colored horses uh remembering that uh that, that white horses are always <laughs> acceptable in any numbers they are uh, reminiscent of uh of celestia's colors uh uh make sure that uh all images of zebras are uh, uh purely monochromatic and un is unpleasant as possible Rarity has a note on the memo uh, reminding them that uh, bright and beautiful day skies are uh, not acceptable to be the only um, acceptable lighting condition. Uh, please remember that Princess Luna currently sits on the throne. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think that like of all of the main six, Rarity takes to fascism like a duck to water. Like that's that's just something that I firmly like. I don't think you need to really rewrite a lot of her character to believe. Yeah, she she is a small business owner. Uh, she does like things uh, done in a specific fashion. <laughs> doesn't doesn't necessarily like things mixing too much. Like it is notable that like her family speaks with like a a a a folksy Midwestern accent, and she <laughs> is 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 entirely bold. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she speaks in, an, in a deeply artificial poshness that she never ever yep. breaks from so she she's got real climber energies so um yeah <laughs> yeah basically the Cruella of horses the only truly likable fascist <laughs> in all it's okay we love rarity here she just is very evil she's yeah. very evil yeah yeah, the poor dear. <laughs> she can't seem to help it, but she she does her best. She's trying. Uh, uh, we also find out something interesting that uh, nobody has commented on yet, and that never seems to come up in the rest of this chapter. This 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 visit to uh, I was going to say Castlevania. I've forgotten the name of the, the capital. Yeah, Canterlot. During this entire visit to to, to Canterlot, they never address this. But I, I think maybe, like, KCAT planned to, to do something with this, but just, you know, the chapter was already way too long. Um, one of these inter-office memos uh, mentions a equestrian ride system for emergency interrupt in, or uh, enhancement of radio broadcasts. So an emergency broadcast mm -hmm. signal. A, a radio override system somewhere in this tower. Which makes me think that it is not the cloud... <laughs> That is the fault for the dead, the death broadcasters. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, it's fucking necromancy radio. Yeah, the the building, the building housing the Necronomicon has some sort of like radio override system yeah, in it. K I L L radio, <laughs> Canterlot coming to your ears, making them bleed. <laughs> Which kind of put me in the mind of some horse lich, like, sitting over a, a microphone just going. <sighs> <laughs> That's what's killing people. 
<laughs> yes. Uh, very good. Just day and night. Yeah. <laughs> like that. But it's never addressed, and so like it's it's never brought up again. We're just hinted at like maybe there's a different reason that broadcasters uh-huh. are bad. Makes a little bit like it's always been something that sort of bothered me about the cloud. Like why and how would the cloud do that? But now we have a a a more a a, a more intuitively likely. But anyway, back on to things that actually happened in the story. Um, so. Uh, Calamity explains his uh, his his plan. Uh, Pip explains that uh, she has the super stealth buck, um, so she's the only one who can get into the castle uh, and and try and figure out where the switch to activate the grand galloping gala uh, fireworks display uh, might be hiding. And besides, the party needs Calamity uh, in the Ministry of Awesome building. Uh, because there's probably you know, some some major hurdles in there um, that only an a, uh, a, a Pegasi uh, can interface with. Uh, so they have to they have to split forces. Uh, Pip goes alone into the castle, much to everybody's like horror and dismay and frustration. Oh, Pip, come on, please, <laughs> please, we beg. Uh, but in spite of like. In spite of forcing her to promise very specifically, she would very specifically never do something very specifically like this, very specifically ever again. <laughs> she manages to sway them and goes alone to ground yeah. zero. Into the heart of darkness. Uh, Alicorn ground zero without them while they all uh, uh, test themselves against whatever is in the Ministry of Awesome building. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait. I've I have definitely skipped a step. I am... The um b- before that, uh, uh, so so they encounter those parasprites, uh, now mutated by you know generations of being allowed to to roam around feral. Uh, the 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 editing parasprites now edit people, um, and and move as a uh, amorphous uh, mass that is uh, just intangible to all but magic. Uh, thankfully, we have Rarity there to to seal them in a bubble. Yep. Not Rarity, yes. uh, Velvet. Uh, we we have Velvet there to 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 seal them in a in a uh, a, a force field bubble, while everybody else goes uh, and tries to get the book that we're after in the first place. Uh, we find a uh, uh, exquisite armor dress. Um, Rarity's prototype for the dresses that she was hoping to make for all of her friends at the upcoming gala that never happened because yep. of the end of the world. Shame, really. Uh, it is a, it is a very, it is, it is the most elegant and pretty armor set ever conceived. As your level eighty gear, et cetera, et cetera. Calamity uh, takes it as uh, as an intended gift for Velvet, and uh, Pip gets a hold of the, the book. book. And it is mine. Uh, hey, Pip, hey, Pip remind me, you don't have any, like, any like, pre-existing like, issue with addictive substances. No, why do you ask? I shouldn't think so. Thankfully, like, she very quickly hobbits it. Like, it's, from moment one, when, when, when she touches it, it's desperately, like, as, like it's desperately trying oh, to yeah. get her to Like, I, whenever I like, imagine this book being like the, the or hooves of anyone, there's that, like, low rumble <laughs> noise and, like, chanting going on. Just, 
every single time it's on screen. Yeah, so so imagine that, like the ominous Greek chorus, like yeah, you know, ch- you know, the the Latin chanting and the the low like ominous thrum, and that, that's muted when uh, Pip shoves it in her back. <laughs> All right, that's enough out of you. <laughs> Pip is through throughout the rest of the story just sort of irritated by its like subtle whispering like it's wordless whispering that all oh, this power can be yours yeah yeah, yeah. sure <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> little pip is fucking tom bombadil right now <laughs> well like tom could like solo it no problem pip <laughs> is getting like headaches and like increasingly frustrated with it and at one point she just throws it against a like she in the castle uh well yeah when they when they split up um she hucks it against a wall <laughs> in frustration uh. and and nearly like it causing a, a set piece where like a, a couple of alicorns are smogging around mm-hmm. like only one of them can sense something is in the room, but the other one just dismisses the the the, the first one's paranoia because you know they clearly heard something and they're 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 you know snooping around looking for for what it might have been, and one of them can sense the the awful chilling aura of the book. Um, but yeah, no, she hucks it like, like in, in the middle of a stealth mission. She loudly hucks it against a wall because she's annoyed with its constant <laughs> voiceless like temptations. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! And just the other, <laughs> readers throw a book against a wall. <laughs> it made that noise. It's great. <laughs> like she, like even intuitively, like having it next to her, knows that it's like written in like ancient zebra glyphs but like she like like almost like with resign like uh, she knows the cipher will probably come to her in her dreams or whatever (laughs) the fuck (laughs) i do love the idea of being born with an evil (laughs) magic book i'm tired of your shit magic book (laughs) you know keep it quiet i'm eating a grilled cheese over top of you feed you to one of those parasprites. You're not going to like that. <laughs> that is, in fact, one of the temptations the book tries to, like, wordlessly give her is, what if one of the parasprites got to me? You should at least open me to check if <laughs> and see if any of the words were erased by them. Uh... <laughs> uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how long Pip can hold out. <laughs> Don't you want to know spells other than tele... Telekinesis. I have so many spells. I'm pretty good with just telekinesis. <laughs> You've always wanted more, little Pip. I have so I much can more. Make you taller. Going. So yeah, the the boss fight with with Nightseer yeah, yeah. is next, and uh, Nightseer is. Uh, a uh, one of the green horses, one of the green uh, 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 um, alicorns, uh, but she's also wearing armor composed yes, of Luna. She's wearing Luna's skeleton as armor. Uh, Pip finds this deeply <laughs> disgusting, and so does not hesitate. I'm wearing the bones of a dead god, little Pip. 
I, I, I don't know where Nightseer learned necromancy, but she's clearly using necromancy um, when she uh, uses a regular knife to, to cut two slices into herself and then uses her own blood to make blood yeah. swords. Which is pretty radical. Uh, Pip, Pip finds out very quickly that the, the Necronomicon can dispel the blood swords when you whack them. <laughs> Um, uh, Nightseer makes the mistake of trying to seize the Necronomicon from Little Pip, but anytime you touch the Necronomicon uh, with, with through with your flesh or, or an extension of yourself through magic, it's very chilling and spooky, and uh, that that spookiness <laughs> creates a, a a a heartbeat of a window. Oh no, it's too spooky! Uh, <laughs> that was my chance. <laughs> Uh, in the moment that, that Nightseer touches the, the Necronomicon with her telekinesis, her bubble weakens. Uh, and in that instant, uh, Pip does what presumably she's been thinking of doing ever since she figured out whose mm -hmm. skeleton <laughs> this woman is wearing. Uh, turned the necklace, which is Luna's skull, uh, upward and drives it <laughs> um, uh, into into yeah, Nightseer's brain. Her, her, her horn. Uh her horn, yeah, her her long, elegant knife-like uh, horn, a, more of a stiletto. Does the job pretty quick. So we cut to um, Pip is Pip is dead set on um, burning these bones so they can never be desecrated by some <laughs> some awful bitch's passion since ever again. <laughs> Luna's room is unnavigable because it's it, it has a particularly thick cloud of mm -hmm. pink in it. And, and Pip is running out of uh, healing potions. But um, here's another cool, like, I don't know. I'm a sucker for, is it supernatural or is it coincidence? Hmm. Uh, sort of sort of things. And this this does a, does a cool balance of that. Because the smoke rising up from the funeral pyre um, drifts into Luna's room. And where the black cloud of the funeral pyre moves, the uh, smoke parts, and then the ceiling of the room, either by miracle or by um, uh, overly uh, fancy fire suppression system, uh, the, the, the ceiling decor changes from a, a blue sky full of puffy clouds uh, to a stormy sky. Uh, which rains on the bedroom, dispersing the cloud entirely. Which is a really cool fire suppression system, just to think about. <laughs> Clouds will be dispensed to put out the fire. Fire depression system or miracle? Who can say? <laughs> Almost certainly miracle, probably. Who knows? <laughs> Bet bets are high on uh, direct divine yeah. interference. Uh, just um, as a very quick aside, one of the cool things I like this about this story is that it doesn't really fall one side or the other whether or not Celestia and Luna were gods or just kind of powerful alicorns. Who knows? Who's to say? Uh, it's kept pretty vague. So yeah, we don't know. We really do not know whether or not this was a miracle or not. And even if they were just particularly potent horses, like maybe some of that potency was yeah. still in her bones, who can say? Pretty light as far as miracles go, yeah. anyway. Like... <laughs> She was a skeleton, the best she got. So Pip, you know, makes her way into the room, which is now very easily hey. navigable. Uh, finds a switch, presses it, realizes the entire city was loaded with these firework charges. <laughs> these, these fireworks aren't half-assed. 
Uh, it is it is it is a ludicrous spectacle. Um, and the the little uh, trigger that um, calamity. I, I, I mentioned calamity's uh, prevent. Uh, 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 un, uh, otherwise un-remarked-upon um, uh, penchant for looting uh, because it is remarked upon in the story when he hands over this amulet to Pip that, that indicates whether or not the, the trap has gone off, whether or not the, 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 the gift bomb has has gone off. And it uh, shines to indicate that, that it has. Noise. If it doesn't, I'm choosing to believe it does. Ta-da! It feels very Pinkie Pie. Mission accomplished. Something somewhere has been turned into a small mouse. Yay! Oh, and before leaving, uh, Pip notices a collection of little ponies. Yay. A full full collection of okay. six. Uh, she picks up the, 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 the display case and shoves it <laughs> in her bags. Oh, wow. These must have belonged to Luna. Wow, these are really important and, and I care a lot of sentimental value. Oh! Into the bag they go. <laughs> <laughs> it occurs to her in this moment that uh, uh, Spike and Luna uh, kept their collections mm-hmm. intact, uh, but Rarity's collection was was pro- almost certainly the one that was mm-hmm. was split um, among several other hey. horses. Um, only keeping the Fluttershy one for herself for mysterious reasons. The reasons not yeah. mysterious. She was gay. <laughs> Happy Pride Month. <laughs> uh, so they they get back. Uh, Velvet is looking very nice in her hot couture armor. <laughs> uh, and when Pip says that she has a, a has a present for for Velvet, she, my goodness, you'd think that it was my birthday. <laughs> um, and she is presented with a full set. <laughs> Tiny pony animation figures <laughs> of of Hasbro. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, they're they're described as statuettes, but it's very hard not to imagine that they're just a pristine set of the toys. Literally muscle. <laughs> <clears throat> so a full collection. Uh, Pip can can see that when when they pass into Vel- Velvet's possession, she uh, Velvet feels the same surge. Of, of of enchantment of, of of magical enhancement that Pip has been feeling as she has been collecting these figures one at a yeah. time. Uh, Pip doesn't know if it's because that she she kept the the display case distance from herself in it, or if like already possessing a collection. It, <laughs> there's no stack. Double. I need to know. <clears throat> the answer is the no. answer is no. <laughs> But yeah, so she she feels better about you know not being able to give her the the uh, Fluttershy figurine. Um, oh, one last note before I move on to the story. Before Pip presents uh, Velvet uh, the 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 case, she says, "Before I give this to you, you have to promise me that you will accept it in its entirety and never ever break these components up under any circumstances. Uh, this 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 must remain in its entirety." Uh, when I pass it to you. Don't break the mind! Uh, and then reveals it. Uh, it's it's yeah, a nice moment. Cute. So yeah, we, we find ourselves in the uh, the vault at the end of uh, Indiana yep. Jones. I might have misread it, but it, it doesn't say what's in these boxes, only that like Calamity is really upset that we can't take at least one. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're here for the thing that we're here for, yes. nothing else. 
we have a big terrifying set piece as we make our way into the uh the basement below this uh uh this uh, uh just massive air aircraft hangar full of boxes um uh rainbow tanks everywhere intelligent rainbow tanks too that are capable of uh uh swapping up their their tactics including uh, uh and not limited to uh dropping uh spell ma- uh, uh emp bombs mm-hmm. basically which takes out uh, Pip's uh, Pip uh, Pip Buck and the entirety of Steel Hoofs. We get the the lightning cloud orb. Oh wait, not uh, sorry, I uh, misread my notes. Um, so we get through all of that hell, uh, and and we finally uh, uh, um, Velvet goes through the the door and uh, turns off the the uh, otherwise impenetrable field. At this point, we've already sent. Uh, uh, calamity away uh, because uh, Pip says that like I know you you want to see the the mysteries behind the the final door and stuff but we need you to be already on getting <laughs> the sky banded to us uh, our only hope of escape is if we can immediately hitch a ride above and outside the cloud field uh, that the clouds are getting too high and uh, like if we have any hope of escape it's you uh, so, so Calamity leaves to get the bus. <laughs> and then uh, in a box, we find six morbs. A certain six morbs, all with with uh, with uh, cutie mark-like symbols attached to them. Uh, so the, the, uh, the lightning cloud morb uh, is, uh, funny enough, a memory of, uh, uh, of Apple Bloom. Uh, who was uh, sitting in on a meeting between Rainbow Dash and Luna about a uh, single peg- uh, uh one the single Pegasus oh, it again? project? Yeah, the single Pegasus project, uh, where we find out what that even is, <laughs> and it's a weather control grid. Uh, Luna completely blows Rainbow Dash's mind. By saying, oh yeah, so ultimate supremacy of the sky, lightning storms to eradicate uh, ground placements, uh, turn uh, turn the the roads of supply supply lines into mud. (laughs) Almost a terrifying omnipotence. I just wanted to fix the weather infrastructure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It turns out that Rainbow Dash's whole plan was, no, I, I I just thought that if we automated... Uh, 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 weather management. Then more horses, <laughs> more wing horses could go into go I just and wanted bite. to make light rail. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, because she brings up that like uh, Rainbow Dash apparently leaves the front line to help Ponyville specifically um, continue yeah, the winter wrap because weather's all controlled in the uh, weather is all controlled by Pegasi in the. MLP universe. So someone almost, almost, almost finishes articulating like, "Can't you send a proxy?" <laughs> no. So apparently, during during these like long years of of, of carnage, uh, uh, Rainbow Dash every every like beginning of spring goes to Ponyville too to help participate in in cleaning up the the winter weather. Um, so yeah, all. all <laughs> 
in her limited imagination, all all uh, uh, Rainbow Dash could think of to do with the system is just yeah, no, we'll just automate automate the weather so that more see, horses see, can I don't go see fight. This limited, I think, just there's a difference of priorities, which is just like, what if we built yeah. a thing that made it easier for people to like do their jobs regularly, or we did we just automated the part that no one can take time like because you have to take the time out to do it because like weather again is controlled yeah so it's it, like even from a pure wartime perspective it's like it's cutting out of their ability to do wartime stuff and i think that's totally fine it's just that like yeah it's just like oh all sweet it's a weather control device <laughs> uh, suddenly the universe of gi joe makes a lot more sense <laughs> <laughs> um so this weather dominator um requires uh a a horse to volunteer to become comatose uh and and plug into its its uh control rig um applejack uh very suspicious of uh of ai um it wasn't satisfied with allowing the project to go forward with like a crusader mainframe that imprints a horse's mm -hmm. brain Onto itself, she doesn't want a a robot that thinks it's a horse. She wants a, a horse to be directly like responsible for for its operation. Um, and so hacking into uh, the the Ministry of Awesome Terminal, Pit finds out a lot about it. Uh, finds out that it is somewhere in uh, the sky. Also mentions that uh, uh, f for future events. She she would later, uh, much later, discover that she had started a war with this action. <laughs> that by that by hacking into this terminal, alarms had been set off somewhere else. Uh, that mobilized a lot of wing horses, a lot of bird horses, to battle. Whoops. But yes, it, it seems that she only really got intelligence uh, out of this terminal. And one of yeah, thankfully, one thing she finds out is that nobody's. Nobody's brain is hooked into the system yet. The 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 uh, weather dominator <laughs> currently has has yep. nobody at the wheel. But then everything explodes. Yep. Uh, 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 Pip has uh, just a bit a little bit more life knocked out of her. Oh, I forgot to mention she also has one less rib Oops. by this point. Uh, she's she has a one of the the the, the ribs and. Uh, her her skeleton has been uh, permanently evaporated by those tanks. Uh, so that's just one more <laughs> lasting scar. Uh, so yeah, um, uh, this this basement uh, begins to collapse, uh, presumably because the entire Ministry of Arcane Sciences um, has exploded. Uh, any number of things might have caused it, but almost certainly the uh, firing of fireworks absolutely everywhere might have sent a spark <laughs> where the basement completely full of hydrogen was. Yeah, probably not. Um, uh, so uh, Pip burns out her telekinesis once again uh, by by trying to, well, as she is dying, loading everybody onto the, uh, the sky bus, uh, the sky bandit, um, and herself... Uh, and you know, uh, we uh, finish up the the exciting um, uh, waterfall action set piece 
um, with Calamity passing out from smoke inhalation, from, from cloud inhalation um, in the sky as they're, as they're trying to escape with the Diamond Mob. Long story short, uh, we see how yep. the figurines were made. Uh, Rarity <laughs> Rarity volunteers to slice her soul into th- uh, 43 yep. pieces. Enough for seven sets of figurines and one piece yep. for herself in her yep. own body. Uh, it is an insanely torturous experience um, and it is uh, overseen by her two immediate subordinates, Bulk and Skull. I'm sorry, <laughs> Snips and Snails. Yes. Uh, this is where Somber got his idea for all of the frustrating nonsense yep. with those two characters. All the dumb evil that they do. Yay. Uh, even though K-Cat goes out of her way to point out that yeah. they've grown up. <laughs> they've grown up a lot. Uh, so Pip is is, is, is astonished uh, by um, how yeah. far... <laughs> Uh, how bad it got. Like, Rarity was... Yeah. And how desperate... Like, this was all done for the sake of hoping that this... this that this would be enough of a symbolic act to bring her friends yeah. back together. Which is pretty wild. <laughs> Out of all the ways to use necromancy, this one is one of those ones where it's just like, oh. Uh, that sucks a lot. <laughs> so basically, like she could only have been insane I mean, in those I don't last necessarily years. Read it as insane. after doing I this, think I just read it as like just incredibly desperate. Like, but like she's she is literally a faint shadow of herself, and that remaining piece of 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 her essential essence has gone through the most uh, mind boggling conceivable. Form of Self-mutation. like torture. Uh, she I mean, was, sure, but I don't necessarily was, read that as like insane. Yeah, I just read that as just like desperate and like detached and yeah, and um, from everyone else. So and so desperate to try and like reclaim some fleeting fragment of the uh, the life that she had before the war started that she was willing to like carve. And an immutable element of herself into pieces to make into fucking friendship necklaces. Knickknacks. <laughs> I made you a friendship necklace. It has Humble pieces figures. of me in it. Of a... uh... I, I, I uh... weaved dark magic into these friendship bracelets so that they will never age. They will never break. Uh, and they can't, they contain a vital essence of whatever I feel is the most dominant part of you in them. You know, as in like such a in a desperate way to get my friends back. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, it's a real it's heartbreaking. Knife moment. You know, into her soul. Thankfully, yeah. Yeah, we uh, we, we end the chapter with them uh, finally out of, of Canterlot. Um, all half-drowned. Did they though? I don't know. <laughs> like they, their their survival is not uh, a thousand. Thaw- like well, but they're alive, which was not. Let me close out this which, chapter. Which yeah. you know, Steel Hooves specifically uh, gave them a like survivability rating of about zero point zero zero. So yeah, and they beat those odds. So congrats. 
that's our that's Yay. our chapter of this week. Um, yeah, the the the, the exact uh, last moment uh, are a uh, a uh, recitation of the uh, uh, taglines uh, that were under each of the yep. statues. Uh, be strong. Be pleasant. Be unwavering. Be smart. Be awesome. And awareness. It was yeah. under E. <laughs> Max level quest perk, My Little Ponies. You have collected each of the six ministries, uh, mayor statues. Stronger together than they are apart. You gain uh, plus one luck in addition to the other bits. And that's how you do a fucking quest perk, motherfucker. <laughs> and I was complaining, like, all the way through PH about how, like, none of this shit makes any sense and it doesn't matter and it's stupidly gamifying it. This is a moment I think genuinely really adds to it. Is that, like, yeah, it's like. It's the reward for the th- doing. Just to remind you, they are stronger together than they are. <laughs> this means anything. That is the. <laughs> yeah, we're 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 on a little long. This, gosh, this yes. was this was long and and pretty enjoyable yeah. throughout. This was a good um, little mini arc. I, I think one of the things that stands out is uh, is K Cat having an awful lot of fun, uh, uh, sort of recreating the smog scene yeah, yeah. from The Hobbit. Uh, with the the encounter uh, with uh, with the alicorns, particularly uh, Nipes yeah. here, uh, who is able to see her th- in yeah, completely pierce the effect of the the extra. And, and I think that just in general, the Canterlot ruins do a pretty good job of like highlighting the feeling, like the things I really liked from the Dead Money DLC, like and and recreates them in a way where it's not just a one for one. Like it recreates a lot of elements, but uses them in a lot of interesting ways that create a interesting magitech solution to a lot of the like things that i think were cool and scary about dead money so you know good job this is a really good little arc it's definitely one of my favorite parts of the whole story it's a nice set it's it's a nice set piece and a great tone shift from the rest of the story well our respective twitters are an incredibly not safe for work one uh at uh at thou art fly at twitter.com or a uh a a, a more (laughs) Uh, a list, not for safe work. A, 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 a safe for work. Anyway, uh, a weird at weirdington e at twitter.com. Uh, if you find yourself with the courage, uh, you can uh, email us at uh, weirdington e at gmail.com. No, no, at weirdington esq at gmail.com. Uh, we have uh, a quick follow up uh, from the uh, fan mail uh, last time. But I think we've run out of time to to comment on it uh, too much. Let me just run through it quick. Uh, yes. Uh, <clears throat> uh, this is again from Emerald. Hello again, double posting uh, with the excuse that it's still taking the same chapter. It is, in fact, still yes. taking the same chapter. <laughs> uh, waiting for... Um, waiting to briefly uh, apologize for my second uh, point question, straying into awkward territory. Uh, the subject of Fa's username backstory had briefly come up uh, sometime mid-PH coverage. I had uh, misinterpreted the very hasty, we can't talk about that, or, uh, oh, that's spoilers for future events in the story. Uh, it had stuck in my head as uh, something that would come up later. Oops. Um, I also wanted to make an observation headcanon joke of memory orbs uh, only being rare in the original story because the great donuts gravitating <laughs> them away from the rest of Equestria toward uh, f- uh, forming the ground soil in the greater Gustavsburg metropolitan my, my area. My theory is that Equestria is all lives on like a big slope 
and they all just rolled down into Hoofington. <laughs> and again, became part of the crowd. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a great, great little follow-up letter. Um, Onward to Sunshine and Rainbows. Yeah, Sorry. Sunshine and Rainbows. We should definitely make that part of our like uh, closing closing thing uh, uh, going forwards. Um, but yeah, but um, you know what? Weird. How you doing? <laughs> well rested. But otherwise, onward to sunshine and rainbows. Bye. Bye. Bye.